0: Okay. Wow. Guys, this is my last Thursday chapel. That's crazy. It's very sobering to think it's been four years. Wow. Um, yeah, so like Gavin said, this will be kind of the conclusion for our first John series so far. Really excited to be able to bring this to you this morning. Um, all the sermons that we've heard so far have been amazing. I've been very privileged to hear them. Um yeah so just bear with me obviously I am a little bit nervous but I am excited to bring this uh to you this morning. So uh for those of you who are journaling um taking notes uh, I've titled the sermon this morning Victory in Obedience Through Faith. And this is coming from 1 John 5 uh verses 1 to 13. So what I'm going to be focusing on in this passage um kind of the the theme that I was given as uh, each of the grads were so far, um, with with each of their sections in 1 John, um, I was given two. So the two that I am going to be focusing on are faith in Jesus, and his commands are not burdensome. And so I've kind of tied those together this morning. So I think, yeah, let's just begin by opening up to First John 5, uh, 1 to 13, and reading together. I'm in the New Living Translation. Okay, starting in verse 1. So everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has become a child of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves his children too. We know we love God's children if we love God and obey his commandments. Loving God means keeping his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. For every child of God defeats this evil world, and we achieve this victory through our faith. And who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And Jesus Christ was revealed as God's Son by his baptism in water, and by shedding his blood on the cross, not by water only, but by water and blood. And the Spirit, who is truth, confirms it with his testimony. So we have these three witnesses, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And all three agree. Since we believe human testimony, surely we can believe the greater testimony that comes from God. And God testified about his Son. All who believe in the Son of God know in their hearts that this testimony is true. And those who don't believe this are actually calling God a liar because they don't believe what God has testified about his Son. And this is what God has testified. He's given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have God's Son does not have life. I've written this to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know you have eternal life. Okay, so going off that, uh, we're going to start from the beginning here. Um, now, when I found out that this is what I was going to be preaching on this morning, it was funny because it, it convicted me quite strongly. When we began the First John series... And I heard this verse, you know, that God's laws uh, are not burdensome. His commands, sorry, are not burdensome. That really struck a chord with me. Um, and I think it's definitely something that in my life, in my own testimony, I've wrestled with. This idea that, you know, how could, how could that be true? How, can, how does this make sense? You know, that following the commands of God is not burdensome. And so... But then I found out afterwards that this was the message I was going to be preaching on. So I was like, oh, okay, of course. Like, makes sense. So I'm really glad that I got to unpack this. And um, honestly, like, I've really had a perspective change through this. So I'm excited to share. Okay. So, uh, verse 3. Loving God means keeping his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. So how can this be? Keeping God's commandments, not burdensome. Um, So I want to unpack it a little bit. I looked up some other translations to see what they had to say. Um, But for the most part, it was all the same. Um, That following the commandments of God are not burdensome. But some of the other translations read, like, ASV, not grievous. ISV, not difficult. Uh, GNT, not too hard for us. NET, don't weigh us down. Uh, CEV translation, not hard to follow. And then there's the waymouth New Testament, not irksome. Never heard that word before. Kind of sounds like a last name, Thomas Irkson. So my, my, challenge to you, my challenge to you this week would to be to use irksome in a sentence with someone. But yeah, for the most part, um, they're all saying the same thing. Um, so when I was looking at this... Um, The verse, Matthew, or sorry, in Matthew chapter 11, the verse uh, 28 to 30 came to my mind, um, which some of you may be familiar with, and it reads, Then Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart. You will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. So for those of you who uh, may not know what this means, um, the yoke that Jesus is talking about. So the idea is the yoke is a wooden beam that was used to harness together um, work animals like oxen. And so it would attach two of them together to be able to like, plow the fields and do that work. Um, so this kind of metaphor Jesus is using um, is meant to represent the work of discipleship. Um, And in the context that he's using it, um, that this burden that he gives is light, it's in the context of the Pharisees and religious leaders at the time who were trying to earn salvation and were trying to live by good works, by the old law of Moses. And so God is kind of, I, I believe Jesus, when he spoke this, he's comparing it to what they were doing at the time and the freedom that he came to give. And so I believe in this sense Jesus is offering his followers um, to throw off the old self and the old ways of thinking and essentially share with him in this burden that he says to take his yoke upon us. Um, And so we have to understand that, uh, like hearing this, God is not saying that there is no, there's no work, there's no burden, right? But he says his burden is light, It's light in comparison to the burdensome ways of the law, which he came to fulfill. And now we're no longer bound by that. So that's important to keep in mind here as we go. Um, So looking at this, uh, then in conjunction, um, this third verse, that God's commands are not burdensome, in conjunction with verse 4 of 1 John. Every child of God defeats this evil world, and we achieve this victory through our faith. So this is where I want to land for my first point. I'll kind of be going through here, and I've summed this up in uh, three points that you guys can take down. So the first point I want to cover so far is that where the old law is burdensome, God's commands to love are in light of his grace. His commands are not burdensome, for every child of God defeats this evil world. So it's because we as children of God have overcome this world because he has overcome this world. In John 16, 33, Jesus says, I've told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I've overcome the world. So notice here in this verse that in no way does Jesus neglect the fact that we are going to face troubles in this life. Um, Like I mentioned before, taking this yoke upon ourselves in Matthew it's not that we are going to be living a carefree life. And in fact, like in John 16, 33, Jesus guarantees that we will have trouble. And we know this as Christians. We know it's going to be difficult. And so that was kind of the, that was the part I found difficult when hearing this verse in 1 John, that God's commands are not burdensome. Because I know well enough in my own life, I've, I've definitely had times um, constantly where I, I struggle to be obedient and, to keep god's commands you know and so i have wrestled with this um but we need to understand that like god does not promise us a carefree life and he knows it's going to be difficult and this is the reason why he sent jesus to come and die for us i've told you all this so that you may have peace in me here on earth you have many trials and sorrows but take heart i've overcome the world So God guarantees that there will be difficult. But thank God that our hope is not found in a carefree life. But in fact, it's in our Savior who has rescued us by overcoming the world and its troubles. So taking that now and, and bringing it back to First John. We know life is hard. And we know we're going to have difficulty. And I think every one of us can agree the Christian walk is hard. I believe it's, it's meant to be. Um, but choosing to follow God is probably the hardest thing we'll do because we have to lay down our own lives. Um, But however, living in obedience to God means having to make choices will not always be easy for us. But because we've been given the Spirit to help us, the Spirit is our greatest tool and a guarantee of the hope that we have, eternal life um, in God and salvation. So coming back to 1 John from verse 5, who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I want to, head to uh, Sorry, jump ahead to verses 11 to 13. This is what God has testified. He has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Whoever has a Son has life. Whoever does not have God's Son does not have life. I've written this to you, to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know you have eternal life. So this is my second point. Living in obedience is not always easy, but with God it is always possible. So just to recap those two points so far. First point, where the old law is burdensome, God's commands to love you are in light of his grace. And the second point, living in obedience is not always easy, but with God it is always possible. One sec. i just going to take a sip. Okay. Just lost my, my spot here. Okay. So, understanding all this, um, we have to take a second to ask ourselves uh, what are God's commandments? Because obviously, now that the law is fulfilled and living out of the old law is done away with, you know, we are no longer bound to that. What are God's commandments for us today that we are to follow? And so, who can tell me what are the greatest commandments? Exactly, yeah. So, Matthew twenty-two thirty-six to 40. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. The first and greatest commandment. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the commands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. So, how can we achieve this victory of keeping God's commandments... Uh, To love him first and to love one another. Well, John writes in verse 4, Every child of God defeats this evil world. And we achieve this through, um, sorry, we achieve this victory through our faith. And again, in verse 5, Who can win this battle against the world? Only those that believe that Jesus is the Son of God. So it's by our faith in the assurance of who Jesus is. And this is confirmed by the three truths of his baptism in water, his shed blood on the cross, and the Spirit. And we know we have eternal life in Jesus. So, yes, we will struggle at times to live obediently. Um, all of us do. You know, this is, this is nothing new. Um, but it shouldn't be a burdensome task for us. I think there's a difference between the fact that living in this world... And living righteously is difficult, but I think that's very different from being burdensome in our hearts. Um, Not to mistake that with, obviously, like being burdened for the world, right, and for people, but that it weighs on us. Um, So if God's commands are to live righteously and to do what pleases him, if we truly love him, then it's joyful when we can do what brings honor to God. Because it's what we were created to do. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has become a child of God. Everyone who loves the Father loves his children, verse 1. And verse 2, we know we love God's children if we love God and obey his commandments. Verse 3, loving God means keeping his commandments. So, if we love God, this brings joy to us to be able to be obedient to him and live righteously. And also because God's commands are truly from God, and God is truly just, we know the only thing that tries to persuade us is the work of the enemy, is the work of the devil getting at us. But this being the case, we know that every child defeats this this evil world, and we achieve this victory through our faith. So that's where my third point lands. When we know God's love for us and exercise true faith in him, obedience will come as a natural response so looking at this all I love that as we've been exploring 1st John so far this is what he's been writing in his letter all along and I'm glad that this it really seems to tie it together well for me Um, what John is emphasizing here is the way because we have confidence in who we are um, who Jesus is what he's done for us then we can live that out. we can live that out as Christians, live in the spirit in confidence of uh, who Jesus is. so knowing this love we 're encouraged by John to put this love into action by the way we live and uh, this is you know this is what we 've been preaching in our first John series so far, right living in the light, being children of God, and staying away from sin. so I want to share just like um, A short story, an illustration to kind of help tie this together and and hopefully like illustrate kind of the the points that I've been trying to get across. So uh, for those of you who don't know, I like being outdoors. Um, I like being out in nature and I enjoy rock climbing and my dad does as well. Um, He was an avid rock climber growing up. And so we go on trips together sometimes, like when we're out camping, we'll take a few days and go off by ourselves. And uh, he's got all the equipment. He's got, you know, the harnesses and, um, you know, everything. The carabiner is like everything that you need to, you know, make it happen. So we just, we'll find spots and he'll scout them out and we'll do that together. And so we've been doing this for a few years. And uh, this one time, a couple of years ago when we were camping, um, we got up early in the morning, and there was this new spot he'd been telling me about that I hadn't seen before. I hadn't been there, but I was really excited to. So I knew where to go, so I, I followed the trail down ahead of him. He was still getting ready, bringing all the equipment. And I get around this corner, and there's this kind of a clearing and this big, like, I don't know, 25, 30-foot cliff that I'm looking up at. And the difference between this one and some of the other cliffs that I'd done, it was higher. It was a lot higher than um, what I was used to. And because I I have a bit of a fear of heights, so (laughs) that definitely pushes me out of my comfort zone, but it's good. Um, So I'm looking up at this cliff, and for whatever reason, this cliff looked, I don't know, I guess it it looked possible at first, and I, I kind of wanted to impress my dad. Right, because we've been climbing together for a, a long time. And so I'm looking up at this thing thinking, you know what? I don't, I don't think I even need to wait for him. I think I can, I can probably manage this myself. And so I, I stood there for a couple minutes kind of pondering this, thinking if it was a good idea or not, and deciding it wasn't and then going ahead and doing it anyways. So, so I approached this cliff. I put my hands out. And trying to find my handholds and, and looking at it like straight up now, it's right in front of me, I can touch it, and realizing that this is, uh, this is a lot more difficult than it looked like it was going to be. In fact, I don't even know if this is possible, but something in me really just wanted to make it to the top. And so I was, <laughs> I guess I, I was a little bit overwhelmed now with this, uh, this situation I put myself in because I wanted to accomplish this, and kind of make my dad proud, I guess, and show him that, you know, I can, I can do this, I can achieve this. Um, and so, I decided, okay, I'm going to begin. Um, even though this is incredibly overwhelming, I'm probably going to get halfway up and not know what to do. So, I, I start going. I think I get like one foot up on the rock wall when Guess who comes around the corner? <laughs> my dad, with all the equipment, he's got the harnesses, he's got the ropes, he's got everything that we need to to do this. And he stops and kind of looks at me, and he's like, uh, "What are you doing?" And so I, I turn around, "Oh, hey, dad," and you know, <laughs> proceed to grab my next handhold. And he's like, "Dang, like you're you're not trying to you're not trying to climb this without the harnesses, are you?" Like. <laughs> you're just planning a route, right? And like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. And, of course, in myself, I'm a little bit disappointed that, you know, he showed up and I didn't get to actually do this for him. But pretty soon, like, he knew what was going on. He figured it out. And, uh, yeah, he's like, why? Like, he, he, didn't, he didn't write out, like, call me out about it. But he kind of made, made the point, made the illustration of, like, you know, it'd be so, like, could you imagine if someone tried to do this without what they needed, without the proper equipment? And this made me feel really dumb, but, because <laughs> he was saying, basically, like, all right, let's, let's get harnessed up. I've got the ropes. I've, he's actually done this cliff already, I realized. Um, and he, he was kind of just saying to himself, like, you know, why would anyone try, try to scale this? On their own without what they need and and so i started to realize like wow my dad's right here you know i'm going to be going up this first but he's going to be he's going to be harnessed in he's got me i'm also harnessed in he's got the rope he's holding me secure as i'm going up i've got nothing to worry about if i get up halfway and i need to let go i need a break i can you know because he's done this before me but he's holding me he's got me secure and so, I feel like this kind of illustrates this idea of, you know, what I wanted to do was to really, I guess, make my dad proud or something like that. But why would, I, why would I try to do that in a way, you know, that's not efficient? when When God already has done this for me, he's already gone ahead. And when I can have faith in the rope in Jesus, you know, when I can do that knowing that, like, he's got it, then, you know, why would, I, why would I want to do that any other way? You know, it would just be foolishness. So, <laughs> thanks, Peter. So just kind of go back to the three points um, in light of this illustration. Where the old law is burdensome, God's commands to love are in light of his grace, what he's done. And living in obedience is not always easy, But with God, it's always going to be possible. So climbing that rock, you know, it's still a challenge. But it's possible. I can actually do it. You know? When I'm harnessed in. When I've I've got the spirit. And when we know God's love for us and exercise true faith in him, obedience is going to come as a natural response. Yeah, so that's kind of why I've titled this sermon, Victory in Obedience, through faith Um, because it's not that through my obedience i'm achieving victory but it's because i already have that victory in jesus and so obedience is going to come as a natural response through the faith i have all right so let's pray and then guys can go back to class Father God, thank you so much for this morning. Thank you for, um, for your word, for letting me share. Jesus, I just pray that uh, what was spoken, you would resonate on our hearts and minds, God, the way you want to. Um, bless each person here, God, as this year comes to a close with all our homework, everything we need to accomplish. Jesus, I just pray that you would give us peace and you would help us to do so. Go with, go with us and uh, bless us this week. And God, help us to just see your commands as good for us, God. And God, to see that we live out of faith, God, knowing who we are in you, knowing that Jesus has already done that for us, God. So help us to just live by faith. In your name, amen.